0: myself evan welcome to i guess i'll just go fuck myself a podcast where we interview people with really tiny wieners we're uh <laughs> we're we're glad to uh have you here drive all the way up we really appreciate it why don't you uh introduce yourself and tell people who you are uh well i think first and foremost i, I have a very tiny wiener
1: um well, you're here, so. Right, so everything else is kind of secondary to that as.
2: <laughs> King of the micropenis. penis.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. And, that, and I think that's. Uh, I see you've seen my blog. <laughs> um, my name is Evan Cutler Waddles. I'm a boy. I'm 28 Crudit. years old, <laughs> not much of one. Um, I'm a filmmaker. Which means I have a degree in film, and I edit a lot of commercials for Four Loco. And have uh, you really? I, yeah, that's really? that's my big breadwinner. <laughs> why don't you why don't
0: you give yourself a little plug and tell people where they can find you on the internet?
1: Um, all right. So if you go to RedTube or uh, <laughs> porn and, and search micro penis? <laughs> and search uh, micro machine penis. King it's it's penis. a sort of like throwback to the 90s, uh, but also a very tiny penis. <laughs> um, uh, if you google Evan Cutler Waddles, that's W-A-T-T-L-E-S, you can find me there. You can go to silentface.net. See some of my uh, creative things, not for for Loco. Uh, you can go to 4Loco's Instagram. <laughs> by the way, I'm getting paid by 4Loco to do right. this. 4Loco,
0: 4Loco, 4Loco. 4Loco, the fresh books. maker. Right.
1: Um, <laughs> ah, the mistake maker.
0: Right. Um, I, I thought they banned that. I thought that
1: they were illegal. Okay, so here's the thing they did, but then guess who had a comeback? For loco see they <laughs> rather than it being the equivalent of like seven beers and eight cups of coffee it's now like six beers and four cups of coffee uh so it's less fatal still not good for you <laughs> right um,
0: not not like safe but just less fatal
1: right it's it's still not healthy or good i actually tried one in uh march and You're alive still? Yeah. For Loco.com. Yeah. yeah. It was uh... a. <laughs> well, they're a client, so I'm not gonna talk about how it tastes. <laughs> right. Do, um... delicious. Right.
0: Do you wanna talk about sex? Do you wanna talk about depression? Do you wanna talk about <laughs> a little redundant there? <laughs> <laughs> What do, you, what do you want to talk about?
1: Uh, well, I was thinking about it uh, for the last few days. Uh, first of all, very honored to be here, gentlemen.
0: We're honored um, to have you. Maybe we should talk about where we met you. Yeah, we can do that. Let's do that. We met Evan at a mutual friend's birthday party about a week ago. Exactly. And we decided that he was just the coolest person we've ever met and that if we brought him onto our podcast, it would... Make people think that he was a permanent staple of I guess I'll just go fuck myself, so they would continue to listen, and that's really the main reason you're here, other than the micro penis.
1: Well, yeah, I mean Do the I... micro penis is really the first <laughs> thing; uh, it's what brings us together. So um, we all have in common. That was rent. a that
0: was a good party. It I, was. I had I, a
1: great time. I had a really great time. I so uh, the I did have a four loco in March, but have not been drinking recently. Uh, and it's a tough time not drinking. Uh, yeah. So there's nothing funny about that. There's no, <laughs> there's no jokes there. Uh, but that party was great because I was like, there was one point where I was like, man, I've been on the back porch, chain smoking, and talking to two dudes I just met for three hours now. Just to clarify, we weren't those two dudes. No, you (laughs) you weren't the two dudes. There were a lot of cool dudes at that party. And then I went inside because I was like, I haven't seen my girlfriend in like three hours. Is she alive? Did she get murdered? Uh, And she was like killing it at some party game and. uh, Multiple party games. Multiple party games. Charlie did some magic tricks for us. Uh, We came up with some business venture. It was just like, it was a really. And I walked home and was like, walked home being a block away from where you right, live jimmy right um and was like hey i
0: had a really great time looks like you can have fun without drugs or alcohol <laughs> i uh, i also want to take this opportunity to plug the entrepreneurial idea we came up with at that party which is the bluetooth boner which is a dildo. I didn't know that we had the name for it. There was another name, too. What was the other name? The other name was the I-dildo. The I-dildo. Oh, yeah, um, I-dildo. We'll, we, we're probably going to get sued over that. But right. But right now. like. What about d- I- yeah. No, okay. That's not going <laughs> to- Just is. dildo. We're just going to call it dildo. Dildo. Yeah. But the- we're going to brand dildo. But basically, the idea is that it's a dildo that has a speaker on the bottom. You can plug it into your computer, load up playlists or songs, and it plays the music- maybe in the beats per minute that you are masturbating with, and you can recharge it, so you can save money on batteries, which was also a big discussion at this party. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how you know a party is cool, when you're talking about batteries for Uh, about an hour.
1: Yeah, I'd also like to plug Amazon's rechargeable batteries. Uh, (laughs) The double A's are phenomenal. They last forever.
0: That was one thing I learned, is
2: that uh, a lot of people buy a lot of batteries, because they use vibrators all the time. and That
0: one chick said she goes through four batteries a month six no. six six with her double a's
1: a month uh and we realized that if she switches to rechargeables she would be able to save something like sixty dollars a year maybe it doesn't sound like a lot but you know what ten years six hundred dollars that's a that's like a month of rent do you, yeah. do you know what <laughs>
0: masturbating costs me just my pride right <laughs> so that's it right <laughs> um but yeah no that was a good party and uh you know Liam? I do know Liam. That's how you were yep. there. Happy birthday, Liam! Happy, happy bur- today is Liam's actual birthday, so happy birthday, Liam! Um, good, I didn't know he had job. a brother, let alone a twin brother, let alone I didn't know he was even at that party until I left.
1: His twin brother? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, I I've met never- him before. Uh, I didn't know that they were twins. I did know they were twins, but had forgotten. Uh. I also didn't know that he had sisters? Twin sisters. Who are also twins. Right. I thought it was just him and his brother. Uh, I had no idea there were four families in the... In the what's Liam's last name? O'Donnell? O'Donnell. O'Donnell. In it's the, O'Donnell. Yeah, very Irish to have yeah. two sets
2: of twins. Hi, Liam O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. Very, very Irish. <laughs> and the one girl was... She was absolutely intrigued whether or not how Liam's mom gave birth. And she wouldn't let it go. That about one girl. Oh, oh. oh. Should, should we say names now? Let's not say Yeah.
0: Names. Well, we can say names. Fuck it. Yeah. Cool. Because then. she'll But we listen. don't know her name. Do you know her I name? I know her
1: name. Brita? Yeah. Like that was filter. it. Oh, like the Our filter. Two T's though. Interesting yeah. how unfiltered Britta was <laughs> that night. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her. I had a really good time. She was the like yeah. she like '90s cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh you're... Britta, if you're listening, I thought you were pretty righteous. We should totally be friends and listen to toadies possum kingdom We're together about batteries
0: <laughs> i um your girlfriend had like a very interesting role in that party she yeah. was she would like draw she was drawing the whole party yeah and like no one really knew what she was drawing and then <laughs> but like every time something important would come up she'd look up say something really profound and go back to drawing and you couldn't like continue the conversation. <laughs> she would just say something, and then she'd go back to drawing so intensely that you couldn't follow up on any questions, yep. which is really kind of a move because no one, like every time I say something, I don't want a response. I just want you to hear what I have to say, and then yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, that was kind of a rule, the whole party. And then at the end of the party, she shows us what she drew, and it was amazing. It was pretty
1: cool. I It started out as a sort of Leviathan type whale thing when we were all drawing on the table. It was funny because I, Started drawing, and I was like, eh, here's, like, a dude with a dick popping out of his chest. <laughs> we still have it. I think it's I, on that my paper great. Still. That was the best drawing. the <laughs> no, Yeah. And then, like, here's a drawing of me, like, hanging myself, because, like, mirror. <laughs> uh, and then she draws this beautiful, like, dragon wolf thing that, yeah. like, upside down looks different. And I was like, oh, man.
0: Well, I don't want to take credit away from her drawing ability, but I did happened to find out that it was intended to originally be an eel. Ooh. But then turned into a dragon. Yeah, you fucking suck, process. Chelsea. <laughs> but if you flip it up, down. Can't even draw an eel. It's two lines, girl. <laughs> Connect the lines. But then if you turn it upside down, it was a wolf. Right. It was which, which as most dragons are. Well, yeah. I mean, upside down wolves.
1: That's that's where the expression take take a dragon, turn it upside down. <laughs> an an upside down dragon in sheep's clothing as right. they might say
0: how long have you been dating chelsea uh, like officially since
1: july i think or june july 6 months
0: 5 months uh yeah like four or five
1: five months we've been seeing each other since april uh exclusively i think since april uh she can you hope at least yeah i hope <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> But yeah, July, we were like, I'm not banging anyone else. Are you banging it? I'm not banging anyone. That's how she talks. She, <laughs> um, do you want to only do that with me? Yeah, okay. And, and then we started, we were like, yeah, all right, cool. And then like maybe a month and a half later, we were like, all right, let's post a picture of us on the internet and that's like together. And that's when it becomes official.
2: Oh, FBO.
1: Yeah, FBO, If, if FBO. you get a
2: picture on Facebook, yeah, then it's...
1: We're not in... There's no, like, relationship status on Facebook. Sure, this is post that. But yeah, we're... Fuck, that's I mean, cool. Yeah, we're like, you
0: know, we're, we're grown-ups. Facebook officially unofficial. Yeah.
1: I mean, it doesn't say single or anything, and relationship status just doesn't exist. Because that's no why info. Facebook
2: was originally made. You had to get a Facebook because you wanted to let people know you were in a relationship. Right, like, or you laid. weren't
1: in a relationship and you were you were uh ready to mingle
0: right which was that's not a joke that's no, actually that's why not, it was right. That's why, that's why i have a facebook right that's why i got
1: when that's why i was so excited when i got into college early decision in high school right. a because you know i was like shit cool don't have to worry about that can right. fuck off the rest of senior year and b because i got a college email that address edu yup and you could you, that was back when you could only join facebook with right. a dot .edu. Two thousand five. Yep and uh when he geez. was elite yeah so i've been so on facebook for like 11 years and you don't have a
2: .edu you're not in the club
0: yeah fuck you do you have a .edu? Do do guys curse I, on here oh, yeah, of yes. okay. yeah yeah okay yeah i still anything
2: you want i am so or was so proud of the .edu i still have it i still have my college email for facebook
1: i actually have you upgraded no i mean yeah i don't use it uh however i like sh- about a, a little over a year ago, I realized that you can get like Amazon Prime for 50% off.
2: Which has revolutionized my life in the oh, last 100%. Yeah. I can't believe I waited this long to get Amazon It's, it's Prime. phenomenal.
0: Second it's, Amazon plug.
1: Second Amazon plug. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Amazon for loco. Uh, Why are not we making money?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, you really should be making right, money. Right. Well, um, I think more than five people have to start listening for it to become monetarily beneficial well can just we sell a- this on amazon just
1: start appealing to as wide a crowd as you can so um abolish the federal reserve uh, so <laughs> that we can take back our freedom from the illuminati run by the reptilian overlords boom right. you got yourself conspiracy crowd yes um what's some all like some of the like men's rights red pill stuff you can appeal to the- those guys will listen to anything they're they're oh, real yeah. dumb. Yeah.
0: do you know the name of the head of the federal reserve it's Janet Yellen, Ooh,
2: and if you're you. wondering how I
0: know this, it's because this is such a great segue into what I wanted to bring up anyway, because I haven't been able to tell anyone about it. I went on a date um, nice. Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> I went on a date on Wednesday, and I met this girl on a dating app and Tinder I, or Bumble. Tinder. Okay. Another plug, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> and I basically said to her like, "Hey, do you want to meet out, and meet up, and make out?" And she's like, yes, I do. And I'm like, great. Like, let's meet. We'll drive somewhere cool and make out in my car where we listen to 80s music. And she's like, okay, meet me at this coffee shop. I'm like, okay. She wants to meet me to make sure I'm not like a serial killer. I'll go in. We'll say hey, and then we'll go make out and hopefully have sex later. But so I meet up with her at this coffee shop, and she's literally sprawled out with 100 papers, her computer, and textbooks at this thing. She's like, hey, I hope you don't mind. I have to do like a couple hours more of homework. So I'm like, at this point, I'm what? like, all right, like, I'm already here. College, <laughs> like, college right. homework, right? Right, college homework. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, hope, I fucking yeah, hope so. Yeah. And yeah, like um, Coloring book out. Right. And so I sit down, and I start going over her homework with her for an hour. And, you know, it's like, whatever. But she was mean to me. She was really mean. She like
2: walk into these kind of situations a
0: lot how does this relate to the federal reserve (laughs) (laughs) well she was she was a finance major and she was studying federal reserve and she was having me quiz her and so janet yellen always be yelling is how i remember that in my head janet always be yelling
1: yeah she's furious yeah
0: and she was so mean like the first thing i said she goes oh you have a lot of tattoos and i'm like yeah like i do and she goes i don't like tattoos (laughs) <laughs> which what do you really say to that when i'm covered i'm like hiding them i'm like covering my arms i'm like like i could get them removed like if i don't you... think you could man right. like looking
1: at your arm for uh for our listeners at home just a brief description uh charlie's arms look like coloring books right
0: very detailed
1: pretty cool honestly like really cool sleeves
0: i i like nice them tats, man. and it's so funny because this actually happened within 10 minutes of sitting down there a like a high school age guy sitting next to us got up and starts talking to me about my tattoos in front of this girl who hates my tattoos. Nice. And it's like, what do I do and be like, like, cause you can't be humble and be like, I know. Did you I'm make out with sick. the guy? Like I'm right. awesome. I should have just went home with him. He was yeah. way more <laughs> into me than this girl. <laughs> yeah. So i literally sit down for an hour, like with this girl hour and a half studying and she goes, well, I better get home. And I'm like, yeah, like, I guess I'll just go home. I went to give her a hug and she said no. What?
2: Whoa. For a hug? I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah, I yes. guess I'll just
0: go fuck myself. <laughs> 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 and that was my that was my date story of the week, which great story, just very depressing. Janet yeah. Yellen. Janet, Janet always, always be yelling. Janet always be yelling. And anyone can look that up to verify that is a real fact about Janet Yellen being the head of the Federal Reserve.
2: I believe it. Yes.
0: I do know now a lot more about money and finance than I did before that date though. So that was the yeah. most, maybe the most successful date I've yeah, ever been on. Something. Yeah, there
1: you go. Right. Learned something. Some future planning that just for yourself though, not together.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, do you have any good date stories?
1: Uh, or bad date stories, which I, are lot. also good? Um, well, my, my girlfriend and I met on Tinder. Uh, which is not normally where one meets. I guess these days lots of people Things are actually changing. meet. Yeah, people meet people for serious relationships on Tinder. That happens. Um, Love It first swipe. I've had a. Uh, oh man, a lot of really. Oh. How many dates have you been on? Do
2: you think off of Tinder? Were you are you the oh, kind of person of that was, that was like going on them? Like I know somebody that
1: I swear he goes on five a week. Yeah
2: yeah you were doing that. okay
1: so here's the thing so uh i wasn't i was very very depressed for well for like 28 years <laughs> uh but for like a year and a half of those 28 years was like yeah maybe i'm just like dating wrong or stuff sure. i was like still hung up on the ex like the big one that right. you broke my heart i mean i ruined it i objectively it was my, <laughs> like i broke up with her and moved into a minivan and traveled the country and sure. did, like it was my fault but then Was really heartbroken when she wouldn't take me back. Uh, and she didn't want to move
2: into the minivan with you.
1: No, she had like a job and like a life and stuff. And uh, no Wi Fi
2: in the minivan, yeah,
1: no Wi Fi, which was great. Um, (laughs) and it would have been a tight squeeze because there were three of us living in the minivan. Um, Oh, you had roommates, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, but the uh, So, I was like, I was heartbroken for that for a while and like really like questioning my life and decisions and being like, maybe I'm like, yeah, like using dates wrong. Like, maybe that's, it's not, maybe you're not supposed to meet up and just tell them your whole life story and stuff. So, should I, what should I do? Uh, I'm just not going to date for a while. And then I started dating again and I met this incredible girl. Uh, and she was funny. She was attractive. She made a shit ton of money, which was really cool and was just like really great and brilliant. and uh, I got way too into it.
0: Sure. um, I thought this was gonna end up being your girlfriend. <laughs> no no, all of those qualities apply to Chelsea, though right uh, of course sure. I, Chelsea's
1: way prettier though. sorry other good girl say. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh and more sane which honestly not saying much uh so don't let it go to your head shells but the uh <laughs> the uh that relationship ended and crashed and burned and i had like a really proud moment where i was she was like ignoring me and not being good and i went over to her house to hang out because she had like finally invited me over after like a week of like fucking with me and I get there and she's like, hey, you ready to go to bed? And I'm like, what? Like I came over so we could like talk and, and you're just like get in bed and let's fall asleep. Like that's not, no, you know what? This is done. And I like had like a, in my head, like an impassioned speech and walked out and walked to my car and drove home very proud and crying and <laughs> uh, got home and was like, I, I have, Maintain some pride, and then the next day it all disappeared. When I was like, Hey, sorry, I was being so crazy. When can I see you right, <laughs> right. And uh, after that, I was just like, I don't understand how this works. Like, I don't understand dating, I don't want to play the game, I don't want to like pretend like I'm not interested until like y- you can show that. And like, I you know, I have I'm a very like, uh, I know as soon as somebody says they're a feminist type that like negates the feminism if they are a dude so i don't know how to say that without saying that but i will say i respect uh women and feel like it's disrespectful to play the game and be like oh i'm not really that interested in you babe trying to see like nine different like i want to be like hey i'm a sensitive guy yeah like i have feelings that's the worst part about dating is I had this idea that I
2: needed to, like, essentially, like, manipulate people into liking me, and now I'm just, like, pure honesty. Yeah. Like, I texted a girl last night, and I was like, listen, I, we don't even have to get naked. I just want you to come over and watch a movie and lay on my chest. And she was like, she said no, so I guess I'll go fuck myself. Um, but she would, was responsive to it in, like, a positive way. Instead of me, like, trying to act like I'm too cool to hang out or, like, trying to build some sort of elaborate date, Yep. I have this analogy where <clears throat> I was taking girls on these like big elaborate dates where like we'd go to see a comedy show and go to a steak dinner and I had this epiphany that it didn't matter if I have a private jet that can fly us to France or fly us to Paris if this girl doesn't like me she doesn't like me right. I can't like I can't
1: trick a girl into liking me uh, at least maybe for a day. Right. See, I, I, there's also what I think must be addressed. Neither of you guys drink or do no, drugs. We don't. Yeah. Right. I do not. Yeah. No. Didn't for a long time. Did for a little bit. Don't again. Uh, dating sober way fucking harder. So hard. Oh my god. You can't go. You can't like. Uh, during the period of time where I was drinking, do you know how easy it is to say, "Hey, you want to meet up for some drinks?" Right. Everybody wants to. And you get the added uh, benefit of being like, a, getting a little drunk and being like, hey, you know what? Let's cut the bullshit. I'm a goofy guy, you're <laughs> yeah. a goofy gal. Uh, that doesn't happen sober because you, do you want to drink some coffee? And then you yeah. end up drinking so much coffee that you're both like epileptic and <laughs> trembling and being like, kiss me with your stinky stinky coffee breath the right. first thing you do on a
2: date is order a drink so it's like the first bridge right. I have to cross and i have had girls be just visibly uncomfortable by the fact that i don't drink yep Same. i one time i was out to dinner with a girl and she was like wait you don't drink at all and i saw this like look of fear come over her face and i was just like we can go uh but i swear now it takes them about five minutes at first they hate the idea of it and then they come around and they have to process it because essentially it's like they don't understand it and people don't like things they don't understand. Yeah. And then, you know, once they realize that me not drinking doesn't define me and they come around and see that I'm actually a person that might actually have
0: interesting stories or you know, have, uh, I got nothing. no, that's it. Just yeah. the interesting stories. Yeah. Yeah. I, when people ask me why I don't drink, I just tell them it slows me down because it I don't makes wanna, me look like a bad i don't want to feel to this oh right. i've
2: tried all sorts of different lies like oh i'm on a fitness regimen and then they'll start yeah. asking and they'll be like so you're not an alcoholic are you and i'll be like i am yeah.
1: <laughs> you got me you got, you got me, me. You got me. <laughs> uh i've just i've typically i typically say i'm not drinking right now and don't mention that you know like two years ago i would be like I'm um, actually I'm not drinking right now, so and they'd be like, oh, all right, cool, because like maybe he's on a juice cleanse or you know they maybe it's fry. like a personal thing. Well, but but then eventually like uh, like I'll preface the date with that being like, don't be weirded out if I order like a soda or something, uh, and they'll be like, all right, whatever, and then they're like, wait, so why aren't you drinking? Right. And you're they like, oh, I don't, know. I don't, I don't drink.
0: Well, when they... I said I'm not
1: drinking right now, I meant not right now and for the last eight years. <laughs> yeah, and for the rest of your and life, and for the rest of my life, hopefully. <laughs> right Uh, but so this one time i met up with i was like maybe what happens if you don't tell them that like why should i have to be like like let's just be adults and i'm not going to be like um warning i'm not going to be drinking alcohol like if you're the kind of person who's weirded out by that then fuck you
2: right let me do me
1: i'm not going to be weirded out if you get like a massive i might be weirded out if you get like a massive cocktail um but so (laughs) i'm like I meet up with this girl and she's like uh can i get a not your father's root beer which is the alcoholic root beer uh who we also do commercials for my production company so not your father's root beer ladies and gentlemen it's very delicious um and i was like do you have your father's root beer (laughs) and he was like what and i was like i was like like non-alcoholic not your father's root beer and he was like so root beer and i was like yeah and i thought that it would be funny i liked it she was just weirded out and she was like do you actually want that or are you making a joke and i was like no no i like like i don't want i don't want any al- alcohol alcoholic beverages tonight please <laughs> and then the rest of the date was just so awkward and she's like looking down the whole time and and it was almost freeing because i could be like well she's never gonna like me so i might as well just be myself and have fun with have it. fun and I did, and it ended up being kind of good. Right.
2: Because you don't, you, like, lose all of, like, the ambition of, like, trying to, like, prove yourself. You're like, oh, well, she already has put me in a box, so I'm just going to do whatever I want to have fun right now.
1: Right. And I did that, and then we, like, I go to give her a ride home and uh, smoke a cigarette on the ride because I'm like, you know what? I'm a smoker, too. Yeah. Like, not only do I not drink, which you don't <laughs> like, but I also smoke cigarettes, which you really don't like. Uh, and then... I like get to her house and she like sits in the passenger seat and I'm like, why isn't she getting out of the car? And she like turns to look at me and I'm like, oh, she must want to kiss, I guess. And then I'm like, I'm like, I, I, cause I I really like getting, like doing like a consent thing at every step of the way, you know, and being like, really want to kiss you right now. Me too. I do the same thing. And and so I was like, I really want to kiss you right now. And she like stares blankly at me and like smiles and I, I'm like, okay. I think that's it. <laughs> and I start to like move in and she goes, oh, good night. <laughs> and I never saw her again.
2: Oh, perfect. Yeah. I found that once girls start to understand that I don't drink and they start to get to know me, that ultimately they'll prefer it. It's Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I have now had two girlfriends uh, who have seen me sober and not sober. Oh, okay. And both are definitely fans of Sober Me. I mean, th- th- like, I wasn't, like, a mean drunk. Sure. Uh, but you weren't a nice one. But, I, but I, was, <laughs> I was sort of like a bad boy drunk. <laughs> Mothers watch your daughters. <laughs> you know, I'd walk in, I'd hit a jukebox, and my song would start playing. Um, Leather jacket, collar popped. I just joke way too much, and it turns out I'm not as funny drunk as I thought I was which was like really sad to realize when i'd like cuz i always write down funny things that i think of on my phone and s- some of them are like just not i'd wake up and be like mo moisha mo problems <laughs> what does that even mean uh or i'd like mix up movie titles uh like <laughs> on a date mixing up uh the color of money which is a fun little caper where where (laughs) it's a a few con artists and they're just trying to make their way in the world. I think it's like a PG-rated comedy from the 70s. And the color purple, (laughs) (laughs) which involves incest and uh, a lot of race issues and trying to make a joke about uh, the color of money by saying the color purple does not fly well when they know the color purple. (laughs) Um, so so that that was my bottom that's what i had i was like like, i have a problem i can't even reference movies correctly it's not
0: working anymore what was what was the moment for you when you were you actually like okay i like i gotta quit this was there Uh, was there a solid moment or was it just like a whole thing where it's just like okay this is too much
1: so as a kid uh kid being like up until i was 18, like so, I got sober the first time when I was 18 years old. Um, I, uh, started doing drugs at like 14, and it's 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 a very, very familiar story. Like it's been told a million times. It's weird kid finds drugs, finds himself. Everything's good. Things stop being good. Addiction, addiction. The uh, horrible, horrible, horrible uh psych ward rehab sober sure um just like a bunch of series of increasingly uh hyperbolic nouns until you get to sobriety and then uh was sober for i mean uh, like uh, from eighteen to twenty seven uh so I had like eight and a half years, but over the last like year and a half of that sobriety. Started re- realizing like I'm not, um, not the same person. I'm not a kid, you know. Like I, when I got sober the first time, I was a kid. I had no discipline. Uh, I had skated through high school on raw talent and bullshitting, and I'm a really good bullshitter. And you know, all humility aside, like I'm, I can be really talented. Uh, but in college, that shit didn't fly because you know, high school big fish small pond, right? College like one of the best film schools in the country where'd you go i i went to myu for film oh, wow. um which was like you know lifelong dream and uh they have way better bullshit detectors than conestoga high school so suddenly the like you know i killed off like four family members it in, in excuses to teachers i was like oh my grandfather died, he <laughs> died like, 10 years before right my brother no one believes no and so then i was like i was like man they're like i'm running out of stuff my brother died i didn't have a brother but like <laughs> still didn't teachers were just either. like holy shit like dude you need to go see a therapist if you're and i was like oh man you're right <laughs> for other reasons for other reasons but like whatever gets you in the door right uh but yeah so then so like over the year and a half at the end of the sobriety i was like i'm not that person anymore you know like i'm not irresponsible Uh, that much i have discipline these days uh i'm not psychotically depressed anymore um i don't know that i was ever like an alcoholic i think i just had uh shitty coping mechanisms and and i've seen people that that is genuinely the case with them you know and i think that that's like a lot more prevalent than people um want to admit like especially in the sober community I was like, maybe that's me. Uh, I accidentally, I was like, maybe I'll try drinking when I have like nine years and see what happens because sobriety means nothing to me anymore. Um, and then I was at a wedding and ordered a raspberry lemonade and drank it and it had booze in it and I didn't know. I didn't feel craving or obsession or any of the stuff you're supposed to feel. And I was like, right. I think I'm fine. And for like a year, I was fine. No problems. No, like, you know, a few drunk nights but nothing that no other normal Chicago
2: I have a question would you when you started drinking would you be going through your work day and be waiting to get off to have a drink or would you be No
1: no i it it just wasn't a thought for for that first like yeah. year you know it wasn't daily and stuff and then i was just super like i i nothing caused it there was not like that's what's so weird about Alcoholism and addiction is that, like, you know, it'll just appear out of nowhere. Uh, you see people. That's why, like, if if you go to a rehab, there are 70-year-old men there who are there for the first time and 18-year-old kids there who are there for the first time and everyone in between because it just happens at some age. And so, like, this was just, like, it was, like, March, and I one day I, I just woke up and was like, oh, shit, I need to drink every day. Uh and not doing I I still had the ability to control it. It's just it took a lot of control. And I, then eventually it got to the point where it was like this is getting out of control and if I don't stop now then like things are going to get ugly. Uh I'll sometimes try to like mentally explore
2: why it is that I can't drink and it's because I'm afraid that I can't it's because I'm afraid that I'm gonna be able to, dude, I can't think today. Because I'm afraid that I... I don't have coping mechanisms with escaping life, right? So I think about it as like an impulse control disorder where I think that I can drink when I have my life put together, but then the minute that I'm confronted with something that's uncomfortable, I want to escape it and I don't know how to escape it without having a drink. So my fear is getting into one of those situations And, you know, not being able to,
1: like, I will turn right to what is the easiest, most accessible form of escaping it. That makes perfect sense. And that's something I was very aware of when I started the drinking. Because, like, it wasn't like one day I was just like, nah, fuck it, I'm going to have a drink today. It was like, I talked about it with doctors, with friends. It was a very informed decision. And the entire process was like, I'm going to treat this very scientifically i am not going to drink when i'm depressed like i'm not going to use it as a coping mechanism i'm not going to use it as an escape thing because that's uh how it becomes a problem however if i want a drink i'm going to have it because uh if i'm truly not an alcoholic then i'm not going to want one all the time right and for a while that was the case and then eventually it was like i always want one uh I was still good about not using it to escape, um, I, which became the really baffling thing because it was like, I'd like, look at my, like I have a really good life. Like I don't have a life at 18. Fuck yeah, I needed to escape that life. Like I was out of control. It was really bad. But like right now I have like a really good job. I've got the best friends I could have ever dreamed of. Charlie I, and I. You, <laughs> just yeah. you two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a friend. Um... The girl I paid to be, pretend to be my girlfriend last weekend. She was great. Amazing. She was a great actor. I believed the whole thing. Yep. Um, Money I, well you, spent. Yeah. I have, I have a good life. I don't have a life that like uh, requires any escapism. Like, If anything, it's the kind of thing where like I should step back more often and be like, whoa. <laughs> but that's <laughs> what addiction life, will but... do.
2: It'll tell you that even though all your life is going well and you have all of these things, that you're still not good enough. Right. At least that's what the, the voice in my head will tell me.
0: Right. And like you said, like when I am going through a time of stress where I feel like I need to escape, I'm often choosing the nearest and easiest way to escape. Sure. Where it used to be drugs and alcohol when I was younger. Things didn't matter as much and it was easily accessible. The longer I've stayed clean, you know, I've realized like it's like just seems like a whole lot of work to go get fucked up because i'm gonna have yeah. to make new friends i'm gonna have to explain to my family i'm gonna have to hide it i'm gonna have to spend money on it so now it's like other things like go fucking gamble or i'll go fucking like <laughs> eat a whole pizza right exactly because right. that's easier
1: that's what we were saying on the write-up like you're not really a drug addict or an alcoholic until you've like looked up a dozen different 12-step groups for like food sex yep. gambling internet like you name it that's that's when you're like oh yeah i belong and here. they have 12-step programs for all of those things yeah that was a, and more yeah that yeah. there there was a when i was living in new york there were a bunch of buildings that uh you'd walk past and there would be like a list of like all the meetings and things that they sure. have there and there was like internet porn anonymous yep. things and like things that i'd laugh at and then as I get older, I'm just like, hey man, fucking
0: whatever <laughs> I works. I get it.
1: I get it. Like Chapstick Anonymous, you're a bunch of pussies. And then I'm like, you know
0: what? I can't. <laughs> hey, stop we using have a problem. Okay, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> like, leave us alone. We're sick of it. What? Uh, what was living in New York like? What? Like hmm. how long were you for four years?
1: Uh, five. I did the five year college thing, and then stayed for another year after that working. Um. And then did the mini lived in a minivan, working at music festivals because that's what you do with a film degree. Did you live in a minivan uh, for all five years?
0: No, no, no.
1: I lived in the <laughs> dorms. I was an RA at NYU for two years. Oh, uh, were, you, were you
2: harsh? Were you? Uh... No,
1: I was the cool one. Yeah. <laughs> Unless uh, it it was funny because like you know when you when you when your high school career is uh, shaped by s- snorting lots of drugs and stuff like the stuff they're doing. At a really nice college sophomore year is middle school shit. Right. You know? And so like, I would be sympathetic in certain cases, but then like, if I caught kids smoking weed poorly, like, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be like, I'm writing you guys up. Cause you're being fucking dumb. Like I, I'd like, walk I'd like knock on the door. If I smelled weed, you know, and walk in, if I saw like a towel on the ground and like a fan in the window, I'd be like, guys, don't do this in here. I'm not going to write you up, but like, this is your warning. Like, you live in New York goddamn city. Go to fucking Union Square or Washington Square. It's right there. You can smoke weed out there. Just sit next to the guy smoking crack, and you're not going to get in trouble. Like, don't do it inside. It's that easy. I'll get in trouble. You'll get in trouble. It's, we don't want to deal with that. Uh, but if I walked in, and they were like, oh, shit, sorry. like," and like somebody's like clearly hiding under the bed. There's no towel. The windows are closed. I'd be like, you guys deserve to get written up. You are being really dumb right now. And there were typically good sports about it.
0: Uh, They're like, yeah, like, we get it. Right. Uh,
1: I I would always, like, have fun with it, too, where, like, there was one time where a kid was obviously hiding under the bed. And I was like, all right, guys, let's sit down and talk for a minute. And I'm, like, winking to everybody in the room. And, like, I sit on the bed and keep, like, kicking my feet around (laughs) so it's, like, touching his legs. And, like, have, like, a long conversation and end it with, like, like... Uh, also, you can tell your friend under the bed that he can come out now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was. they were probably like some of the only times that like people laughed while getting written up at a dorm.
2: I got caught smoking weed in my dorm one time, and it was like two in the morning, and we were hitting the air freshener with those old school ones that are super loud. Like, <laughs> yeah. The RA comes and knocks on the door, and he's so pissed. He's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing in here?" And he's like, "Stay right here. I'm calling the cops." And I was just like. Absolutely not. And I packed up uh, my cargo pants because it was mid-2000s and I still had cargo pants still on. Still not acceptable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't... When did those go out of style? In 2001? They Nin- were never 1990, really. 1990, there was like a season of Dawson's Creek where they were acceptable <laughs> in 1999.
2: These ones, they didn't have the zippers on them. I don't think they turned into shorts, but uh, they would have been cooler if they did. Yeah. And so I just packed everything up in my cargo pants and left so I wouldn't get arrested. And then the next day... Uh, he tried to call the cops on me again and wanted me to sit there, and I think I spent the next three days at a friend's dormitory, and then the semester ended, and I got home. Uh, never arrested. Nice. Uh, the guy was very angry.
1: Yeah, and- that's a little overboard. That's not what—you're resident advisor. You know, not a resident—I don't even know if that's what RA stands for, honestly. I think it, I you think were one. Be- I know. Residen- <laughs> resident advisor. Resident advisor yeah. resident assistant? Residential. Residential. Resident advisor. We'd call it res life. Res life. res life did you get free room oh yeah free Red? room free food uh and um i like totally took advantage of the system like sure my first year as an ra i cared so much about those kids they were my kids <laughs> and they were they were going through problems and some of them had real problems and I'd i'd like fight for them and be like this girl needs help and they'd be like, dude, stop caring so much. And I'd be like, I can't
0: not care.
1: <laughs> Turns out I cannot care, because uh, that's what senior year was. And senior year, I was like the best RA ever in the RA world's eyes. My residents probably don't remember me because I was not very involved. But uh, the dorm I worked at, Palladium, used to be the Palladium in New York City. It's a big venue, the cover of London Calling, the Clash album, that photo was taken there. Um, so i was like uh and you have like a lot of money you can spend on programs which you have to do programs as an ra and i was like uh what if we took kids to concerts <laughs> since this oh, used to be a concert great. venue so i got to see like i spent hundreds of dollars of nyu's money on going to see concerts that i wanted to see and took kids to it it was valid programs but like uh i mean i picked all the concerts i i never took people do a show i didn't want to see uh but you know got to see the tallest man on earth and dr dog and bright eyes and titus andronicus oh, yeah. and fucked up which was a weird thing to advertise for uh but yeah those i, f- I feel like
0: th- there were a bunch of others but um that was a pretty solid ra speaking of music yeah A new the new a tribe called quest album it's released great. yesterday, and it is absolutely amazing. Every single track is a solid hit, in my eyes. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy's a huge fanboy. I don't know how much you're into them, Evan.
1: Tribe Called Quest. That's the, like, Dungeons and Dragons-themed th- <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. They roll dice.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, that's uh, what they do. Yeah. You know, Five Dog has a line in it about Chemtrails, and so I'm wondering if Chemtrails had played any role in uh, his passing. I know he had diabetes, but... Oh, I didn't know that he.
1: Oh, that's right. That's why they, they it took them so long to finish it, right? Weren't they saying? All right. So here's the thing. I don't know. I don't listen to a ton of hip hop. Uh, I don't know much about rap musics, but people post on Facebook about it, and I yeah. read a lot of Facebook,
0: so I know fractions of facts. <laughs> Jimmy keeps you keep spinning in your chair, literally, so that the the volume levels for the mic will go in and out just uh, consistently me tell a little bit yeah. about the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, i got really five
2: album. hours of sleep last night and i drank a huge cup of really strong coffee and i'm like tired but have so much caffeine coursing through me right now um but i was listening to the tribe called quest album last night and it is beautiful and it talks about all of the relevant uh things going on in this world right now like donald trump becoming our next president which is a nightmare. And it was like, I'm spinning around in my chair. Um,
0: He's just looking away and talking. Like he's looking at the wall and talking. We can tell you're struggling today, Jimmy.
2: (laughs) So I bought my business partner out, and I'm working till midnight every night. And that has been super exciting. And so I live off of coffee right now.
0: I, I don't want to know more about it. It seems stressful to me. It's very stressful. It sounds really stressful. Guys, it's been a
1: stressful week. It we has can, been, it's been, a, been a It's been a weird few weeks. It's been a weird fucking year. Can we just acknowledge that? Right. 2016, what is
0: the deal?
1: Right. Get we, it to
0: fucking gather.
1: Bowie, Prince, fucking... I, Leonard Cohen is really old. But Leonard Cohen right. dying. That's sad. Fife dog. Fife dog. Fife
2: dog. The Tribe Called Quest album was like the only thing that has brought me joy in the last two weeks, I think. How old was Fife Dog? 41, 43, something like that. And in Fife
1: Dog years, that's what? That's that's like 280 (laughs) years old. You live to a ripe old age. Right. Uh, Exactly.
0: We should should take a break.
1: Yeah. Smoke a cigarette. Uh, I would love to smoke a cigarette. And then I do have a story prepared oh that's right right, yeah like and i guess i'll go fuck myself story
0: perfect we that's what we want to hear sweet all right we'll be back shortly
1: well i guess i'll just go fuck myself there's like a formula like when messaging somebody don't don't let the messages go on for too long. Like, start texting as soon as you can. You know, do like four back and forth, and then be like, "This is stupid. Here's my number." You know, we're both better than this. Uh, and like, you did gotta... you follow the formula with the girl you're with right now? Uh, no. What's right. interesting? Yeah, which right? doesn't surprise uh, me. No, all the all the all the good things ended up happening when the formula wasn't followed. Um, I was like, Tinder's stupid. I'm done. I'm just gonna. Go analog. I'm going to meet people in person. I have enough social confidence now uh, and can dilute my anxiety enough to just be like, hey, what's your deal? Um, And I was about to delete Tinder and got a message from this beautiful girl. She messaged you. She messaged me first. So I was like, which goes against the entire script. Yeah. And she's like gorgeous. And I was like, all right. So this crazy girl messaged me. I'll respond, but I'll let her know that I'm like about to Because she must this. be
2: crazy because she messaged you. Well, yeah, because she messaged me <laughs> and she's
1: beautiful. Like, what's the catch? She's a robot. Yeah, yeah. The catch is that she's just like a weirdo like me. Perfect. And uh we hung out that week and immediately clicked and it was like, this is cool. And uh That's the best. That's when things
2: happen. Yeah. Instead of like always going on dates. <clears throat> the dates that I go on, the ones that I do like, they don't like me and yeah. the ones that like me I don't like them but the minute you find where
1: you both like each other then you just keep going on dates and yep. that's how that always begins yeah and that's what's been cool about this is that there's there's there hasn't been like a maybe you'll find something better or maybe this it's just been like cool I'm going to dedicate myself to this um and she's she's helped me out with like two of the music videos that I've made over the last 6 months Sweet. uh and she's, she's good at silentface.com silentface.net <laughs> silent face is my thing that's my i'm silent
0: face you're the silent you face. you are not silent face though no you're i know
1: i was trying to think of a cool production company name because for years i was robot shabbat because <laughs> uh, i just thought the idea of a robot on shabbos was hilarious <laughs> what is uh, you can't use electricity on shabbos nope, what do can't. you so what is a robot are to? you jewish no but i mean nyu lived in new york for a right. long time social anxiety very neurotic i'm pretty much jewish uh yesterday at work this this intern we i guess he's not an intern anymore but he we were like talking about costumes and i was like oh like when you dress do you dress up as that for Purim? and he was like what's Purim? and i was like jesus christ i'm more jewish than any of the jews i know in chicago <laughs> no, yeah i
0: mean 90 percent of jews i feel like don't know anything about it. right and i was like i i'll say like oy vault for a while i would say
1: like Kaninahora Hora or Bliyin Harab, depending wow. on what the situation called for. And I
2: thought I was the most Jewish non-Jewish person. You definitely win. Yeah. But that's probably why we like
1: you. I, I, I dated love... an Ortho for uh okay. Okay. eight months <laughs> in college. There uh you. and learned a lot. I feel like all of my best
2: friends have been East Coast Jews. It's just I can't oh, get yeah. away from it. Yeah. They're I'm, the best.
1: I'm I'm huge with the East Coast Jews. They love me. <laughs> and I love them, and we have like a good thing, and
0: it's nice, and we
1: talk, and yeah, you know, right. sometimes we talk too much. <laughs> and, uh, and...
0: Can you do any good like celebrity impressions? Uh probably. I feel like you could. Yeah, I, I kind of want to hear your best hmm. Uh
1: See, I'm way, uh, I'm a way bigger fan of doing like hilariously bad celebrity impressions. Let's, I'm equally interested. Wow, well, in like doing a really bad. Uh, christopher walken <laughs> that's is great hilarious to me you know that's, or, that's a good impression so what it just because like normally when people do the walk and every few words is what they'll bring up like that's right. the lilt. but i like doing it on <laughs> everywhere you know
3: um
2: G- jimmy can you do it? i've got i've got nothing
3: I'm i've got do...
2: just saw rosenberg you could do or, Boys. you can do I owen mean. wilson Oh no, not right now. I don't uh, think I have that. It's... I was doing a French guy the other day pretty well. Owen Wilson's an easy one. You do it. Yeah. Well, let's hear it, Charlie. Wow.
0: <laughs> Wait, well, These what? These
4: flowers are amazing. <laughs> Who are you? Wow.
1: <laughs>
2: what, what am I doing? Oh man, we could do a. Writing but can you just can you do
1: a Woodrow Wilson?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could do a Saul Rosenberg prank phone call. Should we do that? Yeah. Do you have anyone you would want to prank phone call?
1: Uh, nobody that wouldn't know it's me automatically. Chelsea? No, no, that would scare her.
0: <laughs> she probably. I, get... No, for me to call. Could you? Could you have somebody I could call? Yeah, call my friend Jeff. Okay, All please. right, we're gonna we're gonna call Jeff and. Jimmy does an amazing jerky boy, Saul Rosenberg. Yeah, Saul Rosenberg.
1: I give give Jeff three (laughs)
0: minutes. um, He's got to be, is he like kind of nice and... But the best case scenario is that they'll play and or or they'll really be, they have to either be really dumb or really nice like for it to be able to continue and go on.
1: Yeah, no, uh, Jeff will probably play along with it, but he'll know it's me within 30 seconds i'm guessing here's
0: another good one we could do we could do two because it's very unlikely that both people will do it um okay all right here- here's his phone number
1: uh it's well it's that so that right i, I wouldn't home. read it okay out and loud. then how do you know him uh jeff is uh one of my best friends how from did i philadelphia get- so it's me did- jimmy and where does he, where jeff. Does he work I don't actually know. How did I get his works. phone number?
2: Um Give me like a name of something like I got your phone number from the internet. this person.
1: From oh, you know what? I can he sends me funny screenshots of people he's messaged on Tinder. Yes. Uh, and Perfect. I can say
0: that uh <laughs> Gabby Gabby? Okay. I'm just Alright. Gabby from Tinder. Here we go. Speaker. We go. Yeah,
1: you me- you were messaging his girlfriend Gabby.
2: That's his girlfriend. What's his name, Jeff? Jeff. Hello? Hello?
4: Hello? Hello,
3: who is
4: this? This is Saul. Is this Jeff? Hi. Jeff? Jeffrey? Yeah. Hi, it's Saul Rosenberg. How are you? How you doing, Saul? I'm doing wonderful. I got your phone number from your friend Gabby. I had seen her on the Tinders about... 19 months ago. And I'm new to Philadelphia. Do you still live in Philadelphia?
3: Yeah, uh, around Philadelphia.
4: Great. Well, I'm new to town and I'm looking for friends and Gabby told me that uh, you... Hello?
1: I live in
4: Wynwood. Oh, perfect. I live right around the corner. What can I do for you? Uh, I'm looking for friends because I'm new to town, and Gabby told me that you would be my friend. So do you think we could hang out?
1: Yeah, what are you doing
4: today? Um, well, I was going to take an Epsom salt bath first, and then I was going to put lotion on my hands and on my feet. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that the reason that I have to call people for friends is because I don't have many friends, but I'm very nice. Um, That's okay,
3: you don't have to don't explain.
4: You're so nice, I really appreciate it. But there's a few things you need to know about me first.
1: Like what?
4: I'm a, I'm a very short man. I'm only I'm only five foot one, and I have I have warts and they're on my hands, and I have a few on my toes, and I have two of them on my back. And a lot of people won't be my friend because of all the warts that I have.
3: Why don't you get, get them removed?
4: Well, I did, but they kept growing back. It's like, it's like when you shave your chest hair off, I swear they grow back twice as strong. Yeah. So, is that okay? What are you doing today? I could just come meet up with you. Do you have any more friends?
1: Something just came up.
4: Oh, perfect. What, what was it? Well,
1: I, I, got, I can't, I can't uh, hang out.
4: No, it's okay, I love it when things just come up. They never come up in my life, so this is perfect for both of us.
1: I can't invite you, it's a personal matter. I,
4: I might already be invited. What was it again?
1: Uh, rather not say.
4: Is that a band? No. What is it, a, a comedy show or is it a restaurant?
1: Meeting.
4: Oh, a clan meeting? Do they not like Jewish people there? Well, I could wear a disguise. Sometimes people have called me elaborate. So, okay, so you live in. In, in Wynwood? Where? Okay. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Can, can you pick me up? Are you an Uber driver or a Lyft driver? Please don't. Everyone's been getting me for my whole life. Okay. I'm on my way to Wynwood. I will, I will send you a message on Viber when I get there. Goodbye.
0: That That was great. Did he say he said Evan Evan Evan, Evan, whose phone is this? Evan whose phone is this. But that was that was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. That was about it. That was about as good as you could hope for sell Rosenberg. (laughs) Oh Lord. (laughs) Um we did sell Oh, you wanted to tell a story where you felt like you could say, I guess I'll just go fuck myself.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. So in the spirit of the podcast, I um I was thinking about for, you know, the last few days what would be good i think i'll go fuck myself fodder uh and th- th- mind you like a majority of my life and uh, remember we were talking earlier about the people um, either say um or like, like i go uh, uh,
2: uh, uh. i still think it's better than um or like i do
1: too yeah possibly uh but
0: who now, knows I'm how many times i've said i'm like very already. aware of
1: it now um the I have a lot of stories about that. I mean, dating is full of, I guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> Tinder is <laughs> constant going to fuck myself. Uh, but, but I, so when I moved to Chicago, I moved here from L.A. with my best friend, um, and we were very broke. And uh, freelance film, very different in Chicago than it was in New York or L.A., Uh, cost of living's a lot cheaper, so you don't have to work as much, but the jobs are few and far between, unless you know where to look. And I didn't. So we had a lot of weird work for a while. Um. Like what? Like, uh, I got a gig, um, doing, taking photos of graves in a Jewish cemetery. That is, that's weird. Yeah, it was weird. I had to go there and clean the graves and take photos of them. Um are you sure you're getting paid for that well the funny thing is he paid me the the first two times i did it then stiffed me did he pay in cemetery plots yeah did he give you free caskets yeah i got i got paid in free caskets yes <laughs> um but the uh he stiffed me for the last time and then i like tracked down his home phone number and address and like spoke with his wife and uh we uh She was like, oh, he's in the hospital and will be for months, so you can't talk to him. (laughs) His brother just died. So I still have Sam Maynor. Manor? Maynor? In, uh, somewhere in Tennessee. If you're listening, Sam, we're looking for the money. I know. Sam, you still owe me $200. I talked to Sam. He said the pictures were terrible. Yeah. No ghosts. Yeah, there were no ghosts there, but I, like, (laughs) cleaned a grave and made it legible to read the Hebrew written on it for Sam. Um... But uh, by far the most interesting, strange, the, my rock bottom of being broke um, was definitely when we were paranormal
0: investigators. That doesn't sound like a rock bottom. That sounds like a pure peak. That, that sounds amazing. That's what you would think. But this was
1: the paranormal investigation. Uh, we When we got into it, we thought, Fuck yeah, we love the X-Files. We're gonna basically be living out like Mulder Scully life in the real world, but it ended up looking a lot more like a weird section on Pornhub than <laughs> an episode of the X-Files. Um so I what you do all right, when you're broke, uh you spend a lot of time on Craigslist. Um, and we were constantly looking through the gigs section. Uh, that's where we found the cemetery thing. That's where we found some other weird stuff that we did. There were periods of time where we were like, maybe we should sell stinky socks to people who want to smell socks and masturbate. That's a thing that people do. Very that's lucrative a good, business. It's very a good lucrative. living. Yeah, it's a good living. Wiki socks. Uh, but then we found this ad that said, um, I need a satellite investigated top secret inquire within. And we were like, "Holy shit, this was for made this. for us!" Yeah, we know how to use the internet. Uh, we're both my roommate and I, both t- 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 good at being sneaky prolific and Google sleuthy. searchers. Oh,
3: we are the best Google searchers. <laughs> um,
1: and we both read a lot of stuff about aliens and UFOs, and you know, we'll be able to like talk the talk. You know, if he's like, uh mentioning weird alien species we're like yeah the grays and the men in black and stuff like that we know (laughs) you know the lore um so we email this guy and uh he ends up telling us that he was abducted by aliens
0: which is true yeah of course of Uh, course
1: uh and back in the 90s he was abducted by aliens and um has a uh that they've finally begun communicating with him uh, during his meditation sessions. Um, A quick note about the meditation sessions. He proved the validity of this. uh, He wanted to make sure he wasn't just seeing things, so he put two blindfolds on himself while meditating. Because one wasn't good enough? Well, well, my theory is that he heard the term a double-blind study. (laughs) Oh, no way. (laughs) (laughs) And so he double-blindfolded himself, being like, well, it's science. Um, (laughs) Right. And so he needed a satellite, uh, like a satellite that's on Earth, like how, you know, buildings have large satellites on top of it. And you and your friend have
3: those.
1: Yeah, we have tons of satellites. Uh, And he had received the coordinates for this satellite from the aliens who would tell him to move his finger up and down, which would create binary patterns that he then translated into numbers, the numbers being geographical coordinates. Uh, You're describing the movie Interstellar.
0: Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, turns out, we are the aliens. That's how you that You and your ends. friend are? Oh, <laughs> uh, He suspected that we might actually be uh, a manifestation of the aliens trying to communicate with him and help him on his journey. You and
2: your friend are human, specifically.
1: Uh, me and my my friend, my roommate. Um, and we were like, I was like, pretty sure I'm not an alien, but like, open minded man, like, just yeah. And like, he's ready to pay you for and this. And he's ready. You're to like, pay I'm us. living was... in a
0: van. I will be an alien. I'll be a maid. Yep. Whatever you uh, like. <laughs> he does. Was... dress
1: up. This at this point, we we had our apartment, but we were living off uh scam pizza which is when you scam people on the internet out of pizza not scam we were just like not telling the whole truth we were like we're really broke and things are sad people give you free pizza um wait wait
0: wait backtrack for a second how do i get free pizza uh
1: you got there's there's certain forums where people post i almost don't want to go into this because it's i'm a good person
0: uh (laughs) you were you were were broke i think all is fair when you're broke Okay, so we uh but we don't have to go into it if you don't want
1: to. People will give you free pizza if you're not doing so great or if you make a funny post on these certain websites on the internet. Pizza websites. Be, uh, yeah, a, a sub f- forum, forum of, 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 of a larger. Okay, I think I get where you're going <laughs> yeah. with that. Okay. And uh some might call them random acts of pizza. So, <laughs> I would post on these things being like I just got ...dumped by my boyfriend and I'm a gamer girl and need pizza and they would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then if the post wouldn't be going well, we had other accounts that we would troll ourselves with. So people would take sympathy <laughs> on the original post, not knowing that it was all the same thing. An and elaborate they'd... scheme for pizza. Now, are these Very like elaborate pizzeria
2: stories? pizzas or Domino's? A lot of dominoes. dominoes. However,
1: the first time we did it, the thing that really hooked us was we uh, an honest post being like, we just moved to Chicago... We don't got shit. We don't know what to do. Somebody was like, Chicago's got great pizza. Here's 50 bucks for Illuminati's.
0: Whoa. Yeah.
1: And that fed us for a week. And we were like, you know what? Let's run with this thing. And ended up getting a lot. There's photos of our fridge from the time period. And it's floor to ceiling stacked with pizza boxes. Uh, (laughs) So we
2: know now how Charlie's going to be eating for the next two weeks. But
1: I want to mention that the way, you know, we're both – We have morals, uh, and we were able to justify it to ourselves because the people gifting this pizza want to gift it to somebody who needs it and want to feel good about themselves. A, we needed food. We didn't qualify for food stamps because we weren't legal Illinois residents. B, uh, we wrote very, very gracious responses to these people. We often had like a moral at the end of the story when our dog went missing and then turned up, hit by a car, when nobody gave us you pizza. You gave the people on the thread what, what they, they were looking what for. What they were looking for and then some, you know? And
2: right, uh, and you expanded your creative writing skills so when you come out with that movie, uh, oh, everyone yeah. can
1: enjoy it because and, of the practice you put in. And since then, I've gone back on there and made up for it by giving other people free pizza. Right. Well, yeah. that's great. We, um, we don't advocate,
0: and I guess I'll just go fuck myself, we do not advocate taking hard-earned pizza from other people. We do, however, advocate pizza in general. Pizza's great. Pizza I advocate. I ate pizza awesome. twice yesterday. Right. Barbie two different pizza places. That you bought yourself? That I bought myself, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I've, I've gifted pizza to right. other people. I've, you know, I, I feel like I've paid my dues. Uh, it wasn't a time of pride. If it was, we wouldn't have been investigating this man's right, so abduction. Right, back, so back to the, you like that. That was a good <laughs> segue. Was, so um, talented. So, this guy, mind you, all like when we started communicating with him, we did some research on this guy. He had, like, a weird email address. We searched the email address. AOL?
2: AOL.com? Uh, it
1: actually was an AOL yeah, email yeah, address. I'd right. say it, but I don't want <laughs> right. to. We find his YouTube page, uh, and there's videos of him reading to his cats. ex-girlfriend uh, who was really into BDSM stuff. Um and he was trying to get over this ex-girlfriend by getting whipped by his friends while wearing leather. Trying to make him say, uh, I hate... Let's call her Sarah. I remember her name. I'm gonna use fake yeah, names yeah. here. Fake Sarah. Uh, and so they would be whipping him and he'd be like, I love Sarah. And they'd be like, no, you hate her. And whip him again. <laughs> oh, he'd go, I don't, oh, I don't man. hate her. Okay, I hate her. <laughs> like, oh, man. It was weird. And then videos of him, uh tied up in a bunch of weird leather things while reading a letter to the girl as a voiceover, um, real fascinating and strange stuff. And this is the man who was paying our rent that month. Uh, and so we like go and meet up with him at a bowling alley. And he, of course, <laughs> of course. was yeah. he bowling or just hanging he out was there? Bowling. He was... he, and we were like, he was like, well, I'm bowling <laughs> Monday night. Can you meet me there or after? And we were like, yeah, obviously in the X-Files, this is where we would meet <laughs> the the clients is, you know, we go to the bowling alley up in like, I think it was like Evanston, um, and we meet him, and nobody's going to see us there, so it works <laughs> out. Uh, we meet him there, and he, sh- like, he looks kind of like gollum I immediately felt really bad for the guy and was like, I don't know if we should be taking his money, but we were doing actual work. Like, we were right. putting hours into you this thing. You were giving
2: him what he wanted. Yeah,
1: and I was like, all right, we can do this as long as we make sure that his life is better at by the end of it. You know, like, ultimately, that's what's important. I really wanted to make a documentary about him, but there was no way to do it without it being mean, mean or exploitative. Right. Uh, and so he shows us... Um, like high res photos of his bed sheets that were stained, uh, in the and the stains formed the shapes of the aliens, which were arctorians and we're immediately like, yeah, of course, the Arcturian species of aliens who exist Makes in perfect the sense. fifth dimension. The I mean the one first through fifth dimensions. We we only get up to like three or four. There's eleven dimensions. These guys are in the fifth dimension, which is mostly love. Um. And so we're like, yeah, sure, Arcturians. They're, like, the most loving aliens you can encounter. Back to Interstellar. Back to Interstellar. Love being
0: in the fifth dimension. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, our buddy here had, uh, these guys had been communicating with him. So we we, uh, get the coordinates that he gives us. And the way that coordinates work um, is it's, you know, hours, minutes, seconds, and then uh, decimals of seconds. If you just give somebody, like, uh, I'm at... 24, 39, 56 uh, th- by whatever the latitude is. That's like a, a, a 200 square mile area. Um, you got to be real specific with it. He wasn't real specific with it. Or the Arcturians weren't, I'm sorry. And these are coordinates on Earth. Coordinates on Earth, yes. Uh, so we go to those coordinates and we're like, great, we have to use Google Maps to look over 200 square miles. The first thing we find is Coalinga State Penitentiary, State Prison, which is the place in California that they send all the pedophiles and sex offenders in the country. Yikes. That's where they do like, uh, ca- like chemical castrations. And we're like, man, there's, there's some fucking weird omens going on. I right. don't know what we're doing. But then we find the satellite. Uh, and it's not a satellite. It looks like one, but it's actually just a big container of gas in the desert. <laughs> And we let him know, and he pays us, and uh, we're hoping that he'll be like, yeah, you know what, maybe I'm delusional and should seek help. And instead it— No, he doubles down. No, he doubles down. He's like, ah, they must be coming here because of our natural resource of gasoline. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not the case, but like, okay, what else can we investigate? And we look into a lot more stuff. We look into weather patterns uh, from the 90s, from the days that he was uh, abducted in Nevada. We— reach out to other potential witnesses we uh look up other sightings from that time what and is it find... that he's having you find what's the ultimate goal the, to find the aliens the I, I, just to find more information okay. it was always changing always right. vague sure um and ultimately uh it gets to a point where he's opening up more and more and things are getting weirder and weirder and he sends us a video of his most recent meditation session uh, where the aliens taught him to masturbate in a way that he had never Here had. it oh, there comes. Yeah. There. <laughs> I was waiting for him and to And you had to watch this, right?
2: He wanted you to watch it? We were supposed to watch it.
1: Uh, we're watching the video, and the Gollum man takes off his pants, and my roommate's like, fuck this i'm out and i'm like yeah i don't know like like i've seen some weird stuff online but like <laughs> i've met this guy i shook his hand i don't want to see that also mind you like the dude himself like he's he's a weird guy we went to uh ihop with the second time we met him we met him at ihop and we're sitting down he was also bowling that's at so IM.
0: classic x-files to right? meet at a diner yep
1: we were like we we're doing it right and he uh the lady's like, what do you want? And I was like, pancakes and
0: mozzarella sticks or
1: whatever. My roommate gets what he gets. And she's like, and you, sir? And he's like, I'll just have some spaghetti, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, sir, we don't have spaghetti. And he's like, oh, um, just a strawberry milkshake then. And she's like, sir, we don't have a strawberry milkshake either. You're going to have to look at the, the menu. Um, Very L.A. of him. Yes, so L.A. <laughs> but he... Uh, yeah, so he, he sends us the video of him masturbating, and I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I like, I don't, I don't know what else to do. And so, like, I come up with this long explanation of like, all of our research has led us to, mind you, there's also like a, a magic bouncy ball that he found that appeared in his room during a session. Uh, the way he was masturbating was apparently a way that he had never experienced before, and thus, what is had... he paying you to do this? Do you want to say? Uh. No, I don't. Want okay, to say it. because <laughs> okay. it's too little or too much. It's too much. Okay, all right. I mean, it's when you even out the hours, it's like you know, probably like fifty bucks an hour. Okay, uh, which for like
0: paranormal investigation, I, I don't know standard. Yeah, uh,
2: standard, right?
0: I don't know what the I don't. I he don't, did his research. He now, if this right? were X Files, what would have happened is you would have stopped, and the second you stopped, like watching that video. Right after you stopped watching would have been when he would have actually yes, when right. the aliens no, would have came that's into the video the thing
1: Is we got to the point I turned to my roommate and I was like the only way this can get weirder is if he's right, right? right, <laughs> You know <laughs> uh, Which like at this point I can't stomach any more of this uh, And I can't take any more money from this guy. So I write out this long thing about how all of our investigations have led to the conclusion that this is supposed to be a personal journey for him and not something he's supposed to include other people on. That's why he's the only one who witnesses these things. That's why he's the only one who's Perfect. affected by it. Uh, and here are the tools that we use when doing our investigations and they are now yours. And I think that the Arcturians want you to uh, continue this journey on your own. And he was gracious, uh, a little disappointed, but gracious. Um And that was that And then a week later I got the job that I have now And am like a young
0: professional-ish dude Uh,
2: And you're
1: out of the paranormal business now? Yeah, kind
0: of If another opportunity came along For you to do some paranormal investigation Would you take them up on it? Yes, 100% if- I would
1: film the whole thing though Because goddamn, Would that have been a great <laughs> thing to film From start to finish, you know? It really um, would have been Like, I... But especially because, like, you can then write in the ending of, like, we, like, bid our farewells and he's like, he's like, man, this sucks. And, like, the camera pulls out and the alien next to him goes like, <laughs> I really thought this guy, these guys were the real deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be perfect. Now, there's two things that could have happened. One, that could have been Shia LaBeouf right. doing a piece of his, uh, you know, one of those artistic random pieces where he weirds everyone out. Or it could have been Christopher Nolan doing research for the soon-to-come Interstellar because there's a very bizarre amount of similarities. Um, Or he could have been the alien.
1: Yeah, I think... Well, it was... uh, If I was an alien, the first thing I would do is accuse someone else of being an alien. (laughs) Thus throwing them off my trail. There you go. Um, And I think that's what his idea was there where he was like, I think you guys might be the aliens. And we were like, he's accusing us of being aliens definitely means he's not an alien uh and he was like i tricked them i got him but you were, you were a fool i was
0: fool in so many ways
1: <laughs> yeah it was being broke's weird i honestly kind of miss it well what do you miss about that just that there was uh i mean there's a level of freedom in it like i'm uh i was my own boss even though i paid myself horribly uh (laughs) and there were no benefits and i ate shitty food but i i think ultimately like the fact that it was my room my roommate and i both the jobs that we have now we both got within like one week of each other uh him doing like uh working on amps and building amps and doing lots of weird circuitry stuff with music things and me doing video stuff um but during those like six months of unemployment we were together all the time and we had like the you guys bu- were having fun with it we were having fun with it it was like sad but it was sad together Together, right? when it was happy it was happy together uh you know if I had made enough money that month to cover his rent I'd help him vice versa it was like it was like the closest I think uh I've ever been with another dude or person in general.
0: It was pretty great. You know? Sweet. Yeah. I think me and Jimmy have held hands on both the occasions. Where, we, which occasions? Um well one we were recording the last podcast and we ended up holding hands. Oh, we no. were trying to
2: demonstrate
0: on a first date how you hold hands. Which What? Yeah, exactly. Well, well nobody we, holds hands on a first date. Exactly. So we were point. trying to
2: figure out right. how, if someone were to do that how they would do it.
0: The wait. The last guest we had was describing that she was on a first date. <laughs> And the guy reached down to grab her hand, which is weird because all you can think about when someone grabs your hand is like this. You're thinking about how it feels. Where, yeah. And where has this hand been? And <laughs> what? Like, and weird. I don't know you.
1: Like, right. I, to me, it's like fucking on a first date is way
0: less weird than holding someone's <laughs> hand on a right. first date. Absolutely. Like, what if, licking a
1: butt is what way if, less weird. What if you're
0: holding their hand while you're licking their butt? That makes sense.
1: Right. Like, <laughs> you can kind of gauge like like do they want to content? Yeah, they're like clenching. Yeah. they they like this or like clenching their hand. Uh. <laughs> what about exactly. licking their hand while you hold their
0: butt? Right. I yeah. I do. I should try that. What about holding their butt while you lick their hand? But that's, exa- that's exa- <laughs> that is that what, exact. That's yeah. <laughs> exactly. That no? I, I got confused. I was confused. Do um do you listen to other podcasts? Cuz you I do. said you you said you listen to what are some other podcasts you listen
1: to? Uh I love The Cracked podcast.
0: What's
1: that? Uh dinocracked.com. They're yeah. big on like the listicles and stuff. Yeah. Um their podcast is uh it's not always the funniest thing in the world. It's not always the most insightful thing in the world, but it is always the best combination of those two things. Um if you like the website at all, it's always a great source of uh cool facts and interesting tidbits and told in a very um simple way you know they'll have like intro music intro 30 minutes of talking little commercial break 30 minutes of talking there's no bells and whistles uh it's just really intelligent people really interesting guests really funny stuff and uh and I've listened to every single episode. I think that's the only podcast out there that I've listened to every single episode. Um Cracked podcast, it's great. Uh also Last Podcast on the Left. I love that's they're really into like conspiracy theories oh, and I love, serial well,
0: killers. You would be into that right? having your experience with paranormal.
1: Activity. Oh, 100%. It just appeals to me. Um and then, you know, a bunch of NPRish things, the this american life and radio lab and the moth and (laughs) all the other things us like young liberals are supposed to be really into
0: i've been listening to a podcast called guys we've fucked and it's these two girls yeah those are the girls who
1: host the uh isn't aren't those the two girls who host the what's that murder podcast
0: yes yeah um yeah and they are fantastic yeah they're they, really but, funny
1: i've listened to the murder one i've never listened to the guys we fucked one
0: it's amazing and it's basically an anti-slut shaming podcast sick which is weirdly turned into a like pro fucking co- like podcast because there's a there's a difference yeah. in my mind where it's like anti-slut shaming is don't make fun of people for having sex right but, but don't necessarily don't have be sex like yourself. have sex with everyone right that's different like yeah. which it's kind of turned into that but i'm i still love that also yeah um and they bring in some good guests and they're fucking Hilarious! It's an amazing podcast. I should check that out. Yeah, and I can't. It's Christina and Corinne, I think. Yeah, I think the, that sounds right. It, Those are the two. What is the? I can look up them. What the murder one's called? Right, and um, the, what's cool is they're very active on their response to people who want to email in and call, and they're big advocates for um, anti-rape campaigns, and they get involved almost on a podcast vigilante level. Where Karen Kilgariff. Corinne.
1: Oh, is it pronounced Corinne? I think Kilgariv. it is.
0: It's, yeah, it's pronounced Corinne.
1: And oh, that's right. I th- I guess Corinne is on the. She Cor- Corinne hosts uh my favorite murder with this with Georgia Hardstack.
0: Yes, yes, and yes. Then, yeah. And the other girl does something else, but yeah. they're fantastic, and I've been listening to them. And then I know Jimmy's a diehard Champs fan. The Champs, the Champs. You're fucking with the Champs.
1: I also. Uh, I forgot about I Was There Too. Uh, If you're a movie fan at all, I Was There Too is really great. They get uh, this dude, A, really funny, uh, and he finds people who were small parts in famous movies. So, like, everybody interviews Scorsese about Goodfellas. Nobody interviews... Jimmy Two Times. Yeah, the dude who went, What are you doing? (laughs) Uh, And so he finds people like that who are like, that's awesome yeah he had paul f tompkins on there who's like the podcast guest of all time uh who was in there will be blood for like 30 seconds (laughs) and um a dude who did like a voice in star wars and the woman whose baby was falling down the stairs in uh the fuck what's the mafia
0: It's, it's really good it's good i recommend it highly you know, it's interesting because really what we're just doing right now is making sure that the people that are listening are never going to come back and listen to us. Right, because we're giving
1: go. them a bunch of is other this really, yeah? <laughs> I mean, look, so look, so all of those are great, great podcasts, uh, but they don't touch this. Right. Because I guess I'll go fuck myself, right? That's Yeah, yeah I, that's guess, I'll I, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Uh, kind of, that's what all these guys are trying to be.
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's also, we're trying to do this thing where um, I listen to these podcasts because I want to escape and imagine what it's like to be famous and hear them interview famous people. But on a different level, I don't ever listen to podcasts because they aren't there where they're interviewing normal people about stuff that I could actually relate to. Right. And just in the very broad sense, the title itself is just something that I think every single person on the planet can relate to because... Everybody's felt that way or consistently feels that way or will feel that way. Yep. And so like And I, if they
1: haven't, I don't wanna hang out. I don't want to hang I'll out with anyone myself, right? who's yeah
0: who has ever not said. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Right. I, I'm not interested in being associated with someone who can't get real like that. No. That's that's as real as it gets. Um, is there anything else you want to touch base on? Um, investigate nine eleven things. No. Uh
2: Donald Trump did 9 11.
0: Yeah, right. Trump,
1: Trump did 9
0: 11. Um, no, I think that I think we did it. I, I think, think we, did, we did, it. did a podcast. So thank you happened. to all of our listeners, Evan. Thanks for coming out. We really yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me, guys. This was great. Yeah, this was a blast. Was awesome. And I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Guess I'll just go fuck myself. I guess I'll
2: just go fuck myself. <laughs>
3: myself.